where nobody knows your name is recorded in front of nobody. Hello and welcome to season three of Where Nobody Knows Your Name. Crossed over to season three, James. Yeah. What's that's a landmark? Third time's the charm. I think we've done alright so far. We've done okay. So what episode is this, James? It's the first episode of Season 3, entitled Rebound, Part 1. This episode aired on the 27th of September in 1984. What, four months after last season? Yeah. Similar to the amount of time that has actually passed within the show. Written by Glenn Charles and Les Charles, the, the Charles brothers, the creators of Cheers, and uh, directed by Jimmy B, James Burroughs, as always. That's it. Maybe we need a slight recap of Season 2 and where we left off. Diane got the painting taken off her by... Christopher Lloyd's character, Philip Semenko. Semenko. And uh, Sam went, hey, well, none of that. And they got angry and Diane left. Never to return. We pick up six months later and there have been quite a few changes. First uh, changes appear in the cold open. Cliff's been somewhere warm for the cold open. Cliff's been on holiday to uh, the, I was going to say the Isles of Florida. I think that's right. He's been to Florida. Yeah. And people don't really care nor remember that he was on holiday. Yeah, I thought this was quite sad, actually. It reminds me of the um, bit from the IT card where Moss walks in and goes, I'm back. They go, where were you? You didn't know I was on holiday. It's the, it's the lack of interest <laughs> in the court opening. The coach is there sort of actively ignoring Cliff. Yeah. Trying to make a cocktail. Uh, as as coach does, he's blending. We've seen some of his cocktails with a blender before. This one is... No, just slightly, slightly better. Sli- slightly. Yeah. Ends up, Cliff gets a bit annoyed and throws coach's tie. Yeah, rips off the clip on. Rips, rips his clip on off. Puts it in the blender. Now this this was a it takes it in good heart, doesn't it? It takes in good heart, but it felt very forced. <laughs> <laughs> and he just shouts out Mai Tai. Anyone want Mai Tai? Which is a cocktail. It's a cocktail. Yeah. To me it was a very forced joke. They're trying to find a way to slay. Coach seemed a bit insane. You could tell um the writers of this episode, Glenn and Les Charles, James Bowen is the director. You could tell Glenn and Les were just going, Hey, Mai Tai Sounds like a tie belonging to me. Hey, we're onto something here, Glenn. <laughs> so that, that's where the origin of this uh, cold opening came from. I think this is uh, the first kind of major time jump within Cheers. Yeah, because season one to season two was immediate. Yeah. yeah. So a lot happened in that jump. So we learn quite early on in the episode that Sam has fallen off the wagon. He's back on the bottle. Off the wagon, onto the bottle. Boozing. Boozing. He reminded Boozin. me uh, slightly, and I, I can't remember what cartoon it is, but there's like a cartoon of like a sleazy dog who has a really oversized jacket and he's chain smoking. I feel like it was like in Roger Rabbit or something. Yeah. But he just, he reminds me a bit of that. He's got like a quite an oversized coat. Hat. He's wearing Harry's hat. He stole it from Harry. <laughs> He reminds me a bit of like a cartoon gangster. Yes, I yeah, I know who you mean now. That yeah, it is the dog from Roger Rabbit. That's where my brain went. Sam's hit the the bottle hard. Cheers is almost falling apart. Because Diane's gone away as well. Maybe we should go through and talk about how this has impacted the people. Because mm. Coach, I think Coach is on breaking point really. He's very stressed. He's very stressed, but he's also deeply upset about mm. seeing his kind of almost progeny. Progeny. I was gonna say almost son hitting the bottle. And being a boozer again, and he saw how much it affected Sam and how hard it was for Sam to recover before. Mm. So Coach is sort of almost a, not a shell of himself before, but he's taken it hard. Carla was angry before, but she's even more angry now. It's, it's, it's strange because Carla often joked about how Diane was in the way. She kind of misses someone who was at least there. Yeah. Sammy, this means that I have to work alone again. I mean, we can't keep a waitress in here because you keep breaking their hearts. Carla has 
No support. He's muscle bland. He's Russell Brand. <laughs> he is what Russell Brand was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Or cartoon gangster dog. One, one Either way. <laughs> In this episode, Coach gets a good idea. And his idea is to get Diane back. We'll see whether it's good or bad. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> he believes that the only person who can help Sam is Diane because she knows him. Mm. And... This all sort of happened after she left. It's a shame because uh, Diane's also been through a hard time, hasn't she? Yeah, so uh, Coach goes to visit Diane, who we find out has uh, hospitalised herself after yeah. the, the stressful time she had over the past two seasons. I think it, well, I think it was more than stress. When we meet Diane in this episode, we also see the return of Box. Boggs. Who uh, I thought was really good. Boggsy. It was a really good scene where someone's knocking on the door and Diane lets out a yelp. <laughs> Miss? <laughs> I'm fine, Bugs. I was just a little startled. That's a perfectly normal reaction. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that knock at the door is none other than Coach, who Diane says she can't see. Coach being the fast thinker. Fast thinker. Knocks again, says he's FedEx, which would be very upset for this uh, false postman. Coach. Western Union. <laughs> but Diane lets him in. He almost pleased to her a bit about. Mm. I vowed. Never to return to Cheers. And I want to make this very clear to you. Nothing in heaven or hell will ever get me back there. Diane, you might be my last chance. Sam's boozing again. And the thing which really gets her to come back is, Coach says, Sam's drinking again. And I think Diane understands the weight of that. So she agrees, albeit reluctantly, to go to Cheers to talk to Sam. This is when the first kind of seeds are laid out that Diane knows someone who could help with this. So on her nervous vacation. She had some really good doctors who were there yeah. who helped her recover and she thinks maybe Sam could benefit from the same. I think it's time we tell the good people who one of those doctors is. A drum roll moment. It's uh, Dr. Fraser Crane. Percy <gasps> Grammar. It's first appearance. Yeah. Was it quite a sneak attack? Surprise! <laughs> yeah, some interesting fact about that though. How surprised. Basically, there was a whole argument and eventually... Sam agreed, again reluctantly, to see someone for help. And he was like, bring them down. And she was like, he's already here. Why don't you say hello to him right now? Hello, Sam. I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm sorry I startled you. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> it, was, it was quite good. I mean, obviously, I recognise his face. so I, I, We know what you're saying. I knew he was there. But if I didn't recognise his face, and I was watching this when it came out in 1984, yeah. that would have been quite a shock. I thought this guy in the background was just someone who was a character named after their own name. Yeah, I thought that was Kelsey. But yeah, so that, that was a good twist. But as you pointed out, we've seen him in various shots throughout the episode. Mm. And he appears, I'd say, about two-thirds of the way through, just leaning against the wall, um, having a beer. And then, when people are arguing and talking about how Diane went to a mental institute, Cliff looks over at Frasier and comments on how far psychiatry has progressed. At this point, Frasier has not been introduced, but uh, clearly Cliff thought, ah, this man looks like a... Uh, <laughs> there's a there's quite a nice build-up to that reveal as well where um diane comes to the bar which is a bit of a shock to everyone sam is very reluctant saying he doesn't need the help but he kind of turns to carla see what the sticks friend has got to say oh come on carla you t- you listen to this guys sammy uh i just want to say this because you're my friend all right don't get all defensive but maybe you are drinking a little more than you should well so are you i already have a mother lush face but the sort of the, the bar come behind Diane really and support that mm. Sam needs some help. And that takes us almost to the, the end of the episode. 
It's interesting that we mentioned Kelsey Grammer because we have mentioned Kelsey Grammer before in the podcast, but not for his role in Cheers. No, we, uh, we mentioned him back in Is season it? one. The Spyro came in for a cold one. Kelsey Grammer worked for the actor who played the character Eric Finch in the episode The Spyro came in for a cold one. But Kelsey Grammer used to paint his house into odd jobs, and the voice that Kelsey uses for Sideshow Bob in The Simpsons is based on Ellis Bad. So uh, Sam does agree to take up these sessions with Fraser, and then goes into his office. Then Fraser comes to talk to Diane, and then we get the second bombshell. Plot twist! The twisty, twisty road this episode. Fraser and Diane are a couple. Coach sees it all. Coach, yeah, Coach sees it all. He has a little worried look on his face. It's, it's been quite an interesting journey for Coach, I think. He started as a buffoon, but now he's making jokes like Mai Tai. <laughs> That's uh, top, top-notch stuff there. He's top out, shelf. <laughs> he's outboxing Diane, the 10-feet postal service. Now he's, like, witnessing what could potentially be big problems. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to have to think on his feet in the next couple of episodes about how, how this is going to play out with Frasier. Yeah. And uh, how to protect Sam, really. So in this episode, <laughs> we had uh, a few few cast members. We got the introduction of Larry Purple. As customer number one. Brian Burt. Customer number two. Anita Levy as Baton Twirly. There's a, a character who was in this episode but was uncredited. Was it's it? one of your favourites. Oh, Sinatra! It's, yeah. I saw his blurry face in the background. It's Al Rosen as Al. Because he's uncredited, I think just showed up. Yeah, as maybe. I said before, it's very, very light uh, was he, beer. Was he in the credits or was he. He was uncredited, he was in the episode. IMDb, yeah, but <clears throat> having watched it, we know he's there. Mm. He just was there for the company and drink. There for the, the salty beers. Yeah, salty pint, salty pint ale. I say it's a big plot, it's more of a conversation. And it's Norma revealing that he and Vera are trying to have kids. Yeah, this was quite a thorough way, but in the, in the last six months. They're trying. Yeah, not got any, not got any success. But I don't think Norm has really put in the effort. Hey, don't worry, Nami. You'll be planting your seed before you know it. <laughs> I hope so. Doc says if something doesn't happen soon, we may have to take a drastic step. You mean sleep together? But then I'm not sure if he's just joking. You never know with them. I think Norm would love a little kiss. Get a little stool for them. Some, uh, some apple juice in it and a little half pint glass. <laughs> That's our first uh, trivia bell, our first delivery of the season, James. Yeah, all the way from Florida. Yeah, some some express post from Florida. Some lovely questions. Would you like to kick off? As you pointed out earlier, another waitress resigned due to sound behaviour. Mm. But what was her name? Oh, I don't know. Well, you're going to say Diane. No, uh, it was a uh, Joanne. He's just going for the rhyming name. Carla asks Sam if he can even remember the names of all the, all the waitresses who have been fired, or left, as mm-hmm. I said, not fired. Can you remember the list of names that Sam gives in his sort of drunkeny haze? I don't remember all of them, but I know he gave up halfway through and started listing reindeer. Yes. <laughs> he said Dee Dee, Carlene, Angela, Sneezy, Dopey, Donna, and Blitz. So yeah, we've got two reindeers there, <laughs> and two, two seventh what? How old does Boggs claim to be? I feel like it's going to be an extreme, but I don't know which way. 71. Okay. Which is interesting, because Ted Danson is now 72. 
After Diane had left, Carla had forbid the word Diane to be spoken in the bar. Unfortunately, Norm was about to say, Die... How does he finish his word with? Cola? No, diabetes. As the, as the what he blames Sam's alcoholism on. What is the name of the sanatorium, which is a Greek word, where Diane was for three months? Golden Brooks. Golden Brook. And that's the last call at the bar, James. Do you know what those bells mean? It means get your drinks in. What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, Mai Tai. Mai Tai? Mm. With, with the tie in. With the tie. We didn't even talk about the rest of the tie. Coach's tie is off more than it is on this episode. Yeah. Everyone seems to be grabbing it in anger at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he wears a clip on. And they're all flummoxed when it does clip on. <laughs> and then at one point, doesn't he get angry and rips it off? <laughs> so yeah, definitely a Mai Tai. Yeah. It's, it's a Mai Tai kind of episode. I'm, I'm excited for this new season. Yeah, it's a good start. Mm. They've really set the conflict, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, we've got the introduction of Fraser, who... So far, I mean, he hasn't said many words in this first episode, but I've got a good feeling, James. I saw um, a video a while ago where someone had dubbed the opening theme. Yeah. And it was, where everybody's Fraser Craig. I hope for the drawings, they'd like, <laughs> redrew his face over everyone. <laughs> stickers. <laughs> Speaking of stickers, buy yours now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think James is alluding to our online store. We've got some nice merch up there, including some sticker packs. Yeah. And so far, we've got stick pack for season one and a stick pack for season two. There'll be more on the way. So I'm thinking we, uh, we raise our Mai Tais and uh, what, what should we toast to? New, new friendships. New friendships. To a new Fraser. Yeah. We got Crane on the Brain. <laughs> Catchphrase for this season, Crane on the Brain. So uh, yeah, we'll raise our glasses, say Crane on the Brain and say thank you for listening to this episode of Where Nobody Knows Your Name.